Master, you there? Well, I called you, so I think that's fairly obvious I would be but there. Yeah. Just a, a reminder, uh, in mm. June... No. Uh, cut. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Con Casturberus, we, we will have a room for the podcast, according well, to Matthew. Uh, better give me the date then, didn't you, just in case I haven't got a wedding. The wedding of her son? Oh, Jesus. Uh, let me get it. If we don't, I'm not going because I'm really not. Well, <laughs> Ahsoka's not the 18th of June because that's the Isle of Wight Festival. Uh, it is. Hang oh, on. Dear, that's a shame. <laughs> I it was the 10th and 11th. I think it's the 10th and 11th. Yes. I can't, so it will be yeah, the 11th. 11th is possible. It's Kyle's birthday that day, but it, 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 that's doable. Um, Con Caster. Yes, in the diary. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, they're they're bringing they're bringing Eric Roberts back again, and I'm sorry, I just I can't get enthusiastic. Yeah. He's yeah, nice enough for Eric Very Roberts. entertaining, but I, I wouldn't want to meet him twice. Well, are we going? Not for when that my way Ma- to do If that. Matthew can bring him in uh, to the uh, podcast, are we going to talk to him? What? What? Eric Roberts? Yes. Oh dear, I don't know. He's a bit huh. exuberant. Yeah. Who is? Oh, Eric there. Robert. Robert is there. I was just about yeah. to tell you. I hung up and then I. Um... I don't know. He's You're a bit, hung he's, up. Joined again. He's very hyperactive. Not Robert. Um, Eric Roberts. Very hyperactive. I don't know. I, I avoided him at the uh, one conque that he was at well because he's because he's so loud i I believe matthew was unable to bring him to us or something who's that uh eric roberts Roberts. yeah why why were you Uh, i don't particularly like him okay you said he was all right in particular you said he was uh, all right, Kirby. That's why I, went, I actually bought a photo with him at uh, London Comic Con because you on, on your sort of rec- recommendation, and I found him to be quite engaging and funny uh, when I met him. Okay. But there you go. Well, I didn't I didn't meet him at, at uh, that one, so. But he was a bit. I guess I did get the feeling he's very sort of hyper, you know. Exuberant. <laughs> Anyway, I suppose we'd better get going. Uh, everyone's here now. I don't know what's happening with Ben, because I haven't actually... Everyone. Ben's uh, probably celebrating. Everyone. Yeah, what about Debbie? Not everyone. Debbie yeah. has made an excuse. So Another she's, one. She's um, sort of having the same success rate by not appearing on the show deliberately than she has been appearing on the show as well. Uh, so. <laughs> have you checked the recording levels, Master? Uh, yeah, I have, actually. So let's get going. Um, did you have something to mention, Kirby? I already did. That's why we're talking oh, okay. about Eric Roberts. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. He's, he's the guest at the convention. Yeah, okay. Sure. Welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 557. 
I'm Adam, and look into my eye. And here is Robert Haynes. And I turned around, and they were all wearing eye patches. Mary Lang. <laughs> I had an argument with Cleopatra, dreadful woman. I do apologise about that. And Kirby Bartlett Sloan. This is absurd. Other worlds, carnivorous skulls, talking heads. I don't know why I'm listening to you. <laughs> this week, we're going to be... After, after we have a week off, did we do it last week? No. No. No, good. No. So I've got, a, I've got a couple of... I've got things I can talk about I've seen, watched and read, which is quite interesting later on in the show. Uh, yes, yeah, so this week it's the Wedding of River Song. Now, I'm going to just play uh, in the background. Uh, the, the Hopefully Ben may join us. Join us. You never know, because he just shows up, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> it's a bit like the old days you know, in um, the Waltons, when uh, and anybody wanted to show up in the Waltons' house would just walk straight in their house. And, uh, well, not anyway. Um, yeah, so we get uh, I'll skip past the previously on Doctor Who scenario where they go and show basically the little snippets of highlights of the whole series. Um, and make a specific emphasis on the Tessellator, I, I may add. Yes, and then we get I this very, that. very weird uh, scene of London with sort of steampunk balloons with cars hanging off them and what else we've got uh, oh parks where children are playing and there are pterodactyls uh, flying around and signs saying don't feed and the it's pterodactyls it's not like that pardon it's not like that what's not like that pterodactyls flying around yeah what are you on about <laughs> the sign says pterodactyls are vermin mm -hmm. And I have a feeling they picked they uh, picked up that animation from Torchwood, the pterodactyl flying around in the hub. Oh yeah, probably. Then we have a Roman soldier uh, uh, parked in the chariot uh, in, in a lay-by by some traffic lights. He could be just someone in cosplay, to be fair. So. And yeah. a sign that says "War of the Roses." Uh, hang on. War of the Roses. Hang on, I'll skip past it and, and missed it. And going back 15 seconds is a lot of time, actually, when you're trying to read something. War of the Roses enters second year. Londinium Guide. Oh, yeah, and then the very sad bit I found quite sad is the BBC Breakfast scene where um, Bill Turnbull Dickens. is interviewing um, Charles Dickens. Of course, we would have noticed initially the Charles Dickens bit because it's a, a reprisal role for Simon... Um, Simon... Um, the bloke who plays... Um, Simon... Um, Simon Cowell. No, Simon Cowell's a bloke from uh, um, America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Um, right, no, yeah, yeah, him. But the, the bloke interviewing him is um, a, a much-loved uh, broadcaster in Britain called Bill Turnbull, who died and, of cancer see, last American year. One. Pardon? And we get to see an American one. You do? Yeah. You don't get Bill Mer Turnbull? Meredith Vieira. Yeah, Meredith Vieira. Well, isn't Simon that... Callow is who you're thinking of. Simon Callow, that's it. But isn't yeah. the, the don't we get to see the 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 next one after that as an American one anyway, isn't it? We do. We get to see that. And then it's um, Buckingham Palace with the uh, SPQR flags on it and pterodactyls, of course, flying around in the distance. And the Emperor, being um, obviously um, Winston Churchill. Um, who would obviously we'd be dead by now, but uh, um, uh, who's being sort of fanned down. Of course, the Doctor from um, the Silurian episode and find that all the clocks have stopped at two minutes past five. But the Emperor seems to be aware of this 
Uh, it's the only problem I've got with the the whole thing, by the way. And I'm going to say it now because I, I have a lot of trouble. No, no, no. This is the only major problem because it's science fiction, science fiction, fantasy TV show. Yeah, right. Um, uh, all the clocks. I have, I have problems with. Oh, them, for goodness' sake! Shush. We can talk about that later. I want to say it now because it's relevant to this scene. All the clocks stopped at this time, two minutes past five. So everywhere in this time bubble, the clocks have stopped at two minutes past past five. Now, what that implies is that all the clocks have stopped, but time itself wouldn't have stopped like that because everybody would be paused, wouldn't they? They wouldn't be t- walking around talking. Exactly. So exactly. this yeah. is a that's, science that's fiction. Problem, yeah. so, so this is a science, um, no, no fiction, science um, cock up. Uh, to be fair, it's it makes absolutely up. yeah, but this and makes absolutely no sense because it's no science. To be alive and walking around, yeah, and that it makes no sense, and it's, it's a bit stupid. <laughs> to be fair, I don't mind. We've had uh, we've that's had, why I picked my quote. By we've the had way. we've had time um, bubbles and time loops in Doctor Who, which made sense because people were sort of going back to the beginning, to start again. Yeah. But having alleged the time stopping at two minutes past five fine that means they'd be stopped they wouldn't be moving they'd be stopped so all that's actually happened here is all the clocks have stopped and they won't move but everything else is going on in a sort of a time loopy thing i don't know what's going on either way and and, and how do do they know what tick tock means if the clocks don't tick tock but didn't uh, the emperor say that Emperor, yes. Win, Emperor Churchill, who's a cousin of mine, Emperor, by the way, Kirby. I yeah, don't know if you're aware of that. Oh, he's no. he's oh, a ninth no. ninth cousin. Um, anyway, um, and of course he's, he comes. He asks the soothsayer to come along, and guess who the soothsayer is? Going, yes, it's Beardy who? Doctor. Who? Beardy Doctor. In in uh, some rags, you could, they could have got in some clothes, to be fair. Um, and uh, then we have a, a scene of the that was picking up from the the. Um, What's the last story called with James Corden in it? Uh, oh God! Closing time. Closing time. Closing time. Where he's he's put on that. this he's put on the Stetson, and he's now talking into a Dalek, uh, and ripping the poor Dalek apart so he can get into the data core of the Dalek. Yeah, on the on the confidential, um, Moffat was saying, I didn't plan to put the Dalek in there, but it just occurred to me that I could. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes to uh, see some dodgy people, and his payment or his proof of identity is a, a Dalek eye. Uh, he goes to see Mark Gatiss. Oh no, not initially. So some bloke with a sort of not an eye patch. It's a you know a, a silence sort of deflector. Can thing. I can I admit something here? No. I did not know at the time that that was Mark Gatiss. Not yet. He's not in there yet. This is a different bloke. Um, looks a bit like uh, Johnny Depp, actually, uh, the bloke who he initially <laughs> speaks to. Um, it was all over uh, Doctor Who news stuff that it was Mark Gatiss, so it was I'm surprised anyway. he didn't know. Then he has a chat with the test selector, his old test selector friends, who ask if they can do anything to help. Hint, hint. Uh, then he goes to play chess with uh, Mark Gatiss. Um, and it's interesting to note that uh, the 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 the, the is it the Queen is sort of electrified uh, and um, the Doctor's already won the game and oh god there's a crowd it's um well is it televised no televised chess I don't know really cool actually that uh, that sort of plasma stuff going around the Queen figure I'm just looking at the extras on the on the balcony watching uh, one of them yeah they have some close-ups some good close-ups of them in the confidential was that 
Anyway, so the doctor's trying to um, get some information. Eventually, he's taken down into the catacombs. Where another stupid thing. I, I get that. I don't mind the head still being alive, or whatever. But when they sort of turned to the right, as they get, how they do that without muscles? Just saying. Um, how they turn to the right? They could have done it through kinetic energy. It's a science fiction fantasy TV show, but that was a bit silly. But it's when they turned, it was sort of a strange juddering sort of thing that made it oh, look yeah. like they were being turned with somebody's hand. It was a bit, bit crap. Yeah, not very smooth. But then in, in 1970s Doctor Who, it would, it would have been you know, acceptable if they were going to do that scene then. And in a box is our old friend, friend of the show, friend of the convention indeed, Simon Fisher-Becker reprising probably for the last time i don't know uh, his role as dorian moldova and um, I, isn't he in at least one more story he may well be i don't I can't remember i think so okay well if he is he is he isn't he isn't anyway the doctor um sort of hijacks uh dorian's head and uh, takes him into the tardis and then um, we have that wonderful scene but at this stage i'm thinking that this might already be the test selector doctor because he, he, the scene we saw later on, he, the Tesla said, is, any, said, is there anything we can do? And he walked out the room at the end of the yes. episode. We see that scene oh, again when he walks back in. So this is, I, I feel this may be the Tesla doctor. And he takes the... Well, the doctor's uh, inside. So, and then we see so. yet another scene of the doctor's death date on the screen. They really have sort of uh, rubbed that in. But I'm feeling that a lot of the stuff in this episode is for people who haven't been bothered to watch Doctor Who for the whole series. So they're just doing new, these little recaps of people who just watched the finale um, well it's, it's also to to uh explain a completely nonsensical plot okay <laughs> i think it's yes. hard it's difficult for a, a situation which is unfeasible in regards to science because that's where doctor who works because a lot of the uh, the science side of things it, it could this essentially could happen because it, it's you know you think well it's another universe blah de, blah de, blah you know but when there's time time i mean i think um the what's his name again mr professor hawking if he um had seen this episode he probably would have liked it he would have thought it was stupid because of that time aspect the science style of it so there's certain science aspects that don't work full stop i can understand fantasy in regards to some of the things we had like the um mind robber back in the day it's a fantasy episode this and is a bit end. fantasy but uh it's a bit of what sort of lost the plot Lost, yeah, there's just that. There's a couple elements that completely don't work for me. But some of, some people might think, ah, it's just a bit of fun, you know. That's all that, that's time. That's how time works. They just stop the clocks. That stops time, you know. But anyway, um, so in this scene, um, the the, um, <laughs> the it's man doctor. I think I seem to remember calling him the it's man doctor uh, when we previously reviewed this episode. Um, is still um, advising the Emperor Churchill about this, that, and the other. Uh, and um, I love also the scene where he's, he's chatting to Dorian on the, in the TARDIS, but Dorian's sort of been put upside down, so his head's on the side, and he's like, oh, my nose hurts. That's quite good. Yeah, but that's that's also where uh, the doctor calls the uh, nursing home and finds out about Brigadier. Yes. Uh, I remember at the time it, it was... And the, interesting thing, the interesting thing about the, the Brigadier reference is that there's no attempt to expl- explain to, to people who... Maybe never watch the classic series. Ah, true. But, it, but it's a great throwback, you know, for those who do know the classic series. You know, I think it would have been nice, Mary, bearing in mind uh, in the next series of Doctor Who, we were introduced to Kate Stewart. Um, the, the, instead of this nurse from the the, you know, the 
care home calling the doctor and telling them that it had been Kate, but we hadn't, we didn't know that she was going to be such a big character. Yeah, you know, yeah being sure. a family yeah, member. later about how about this rumor of a spinoff Kate Stewart series. I don't remember that being mentioned. I, oh. I, I don't hear any. You mean like on uh, audio plays? Like no, the, Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think that. I think that'll be a while. So they'll probably do it because she's a Redgrave. I know they're talking about a lot of spin-offs, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that you know they're going to have so many, if that's true, that they're just going to kind of water it down to nothing. Do you know what I'd like Disney yeah. Plus to do? I mean, a lot of uh, Disney Plus um, series, uh, you know, have at least twelve episodes. I know some have six, but uh, you know, like Mandalorian or whatnot. But they they go back to a minimum of twelve, thirteen episodes. Um, to cater for the that side of things and instead of doing spin-offs just put more episodes of doctor who on maybe mm-hmm. do a couple of spin-offs here and mm-hmm. there. yeah we'll just have to see who ends up with the rights i mean is it is hbo max gonna can hold the ones that they have right now or are uh, they gonna like, shift over to disney or what or if all of new who is going to move over to disney yeah well, it, not be on knows. the BBC. I think that's highly unlikely because the BBC, uh, it's BBC no, no, breadwinner, isn't it? They've already stated that in Britain it's going to be on the BBC. That's fine, you, don't, you have nothing to worry about. Be on, it's made by the BBC. Of course it's going to be on the BBC. Anyway, made by the BBC with um, Disney Plus as a sort of co-producer, a bit like the, the old Doctor Who... One of the series was made by uh, BBC Canada, wasn't it, I think, as a co-producer? I can't remember now. Way back. Well, Doctor Who has died down so precipitously in the States. I love that, that word. Who's going to be around to watch the new series? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Starts. Now, Sheldon and uh, Howard will watch it, and I think yeah. uh, Raj yeah. was quite a big yeah. fan as well. And I'm going to give for that brilliant word you just said, Mary. Don't know what it means, but it was a great word. Right then. Uh, right. right, so the Doctor's just been delivered the news of the Brigadier's passing again. It was romantic. Um but they probably could have done it in a slightly different way, but at least they did it, I suppose. But that's the thing that apparently made the Doctor give up on his quest to not die um, and deliver the the blue envelopes to his friends. But, like we said just a few seconds ago, um, Kirby, this is probably the Tesselector Doctor, because he's already had that that meeting with the... Unless they're jumbling everything up so much just, just to confuse us, which could happen as well. Anyway, see, by this time he's he's gone to give these. Um, no, he hasn't. He's gone to see the the, the bloke that looks a little bit like um, uh, Johnny Depp. And then we see a few flashes <laughs> here and there of him going back to be the its man doctor, and then delivering letters to his friends. And then we see the scene, you know, in and is it Utah where they did the filming? Yes. Hello, anybody there? Why is it all asleep? I was going to say. Oh, well, I'm going to say it's Utah because if I, they would have uh, yes, interrupted me. Why, why, why would you think it wouldn't be? I'm just asking. Yeah. I said, is it Utah? Got absolutely no answer whatsoever. I said yes. You didn't hear me. You did. Anyway. You did say yes. So yeah, then we see. I'm just skipping through. Then we see basically a recap of the doctor's death and him saying talking to river and now we actually see the conversation because we either see him so this i i die i die river and i forgive you and river's like i can't control it it's the suit so occasionally it wasn't the river that's doing it's the suit that was doing it i can't control it so you can put anybody in that suit i noticed this time around is that she's shooting him with the fingers of the suit which i didn't notice before 
that it, it's not a gun. Somehow I thought it was some sort of ray gun or something. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a shot sound. Raymond gun, or ray gun. Oh, yeah, see what you mean. Um, yeah, okay, so it, um, there, she kills the doctor and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, he doesn't kill the doctor, does she? She has a few flashes and the doctor makes some funny faces and realises that River's messing about. And he's not happy because it's a fixed point in time and this is creating this this whole sort of paused time. And, um, and now um, um, the soothsayer, i.e. its man doctor, has now got a spear and some slightly posher robes. But he's also got some little marks on his arm to show that they've seen silence. And um, and then a load of friends turn up, including an extremely hot-looking uh, Amy, i.e. Karen Gillen. Extremely hot with the, her little um, eye patch. And she I wonder shoots. if Mr. Mr. M's going to I mention I think that. he may well mention this. She shoots the Doctor with a little taser type gun and he wakes up on a train well, again that would please uh please sheldon i love the the um color uh palette for the these train scenes it's beautiful color palette um and of course amy sort of sort of half remembers bits and bobs because all over the, the of course she plays along with the doctor a bit pretend she doesn't but there's lots of pictures of that she's drawn of uh, the doctor and things that they've seen the Doctor then shaves off his bib and leaves his hair nice and long. I thought quite liked his hair like that, to be fair. I didn't like his hair like that. No, I didn't, I didn't either. I right. like it. Hang on, who's in charge? <laughs> You're outnumbered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there is a person, I have a little conversation and recap and remember their friends, etc., etc. But who comes in who isn't remembered by Amy? It's Rory. Uh, he's now um, almost like a PA for for amy and the picture i'm trying to work out the picture that uh, amy's drawn of of rory and who it actually is i have uh, no idea it's not here i think it's a picture of me hang on i just want to see i think it's a picture of me when i was 21 uh anyway so <laughs> off we go moving on a little bit uh there's some lovely um cgi scenes of trains traveling through pyramids and through you know strange buildings and pyramids with Area 52 with a US flag on. and yeah, Another uh, bit of nonsense. Oh, it's a bit of fun. That's fun, Kirby. I quite like those scenes. Because it's a fantasy aspect, I can accept that. It's the when they try to do science, obviously time is a science-based thing, where it's going a bit of... You know what I mean? But fantasy, fine. What is the programme, hey, Kirby? It's listen, a listen. Science fiction, yeah, fantasy. So that's fantasy. Yes, yeah, sorry, they, Robert. They had it. Think of Logopolis, right? They had Do people I have to? chanting numbers, and that's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, but that's, that, that's science, because it's a, yeah. let's say that is to do with... That's what I, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay, sorry. I had I had fewer problems with Logopolis than I had with this. Well, I won't have problems with Logopolis, because it was written by a scientist who understood this sort of mathematical stuff. a scientist? Stuff. Well, I'm saying it's a scientist. Again, uh, Robert, sorry, Robert. Who's in <laughs> charge? <laughs> Uh, Is that going to be your men for today? Well, I think I'm going to have to reel you lot in. You seem to forget. Right then, eh, I've, got, I've forgotten to load up my um, priority jingles folder, so I'm just uh, doing that to, uh, rather oh, cleverly. We need to start reminding you to do that too. Did, did I, Is that one of your <laughs> lists of jobs? No. No, okay. it's not. Okay. Stuff's coming through on the live feed. At least someone's paying attention. Right. Uh, where 
just trying to find my jingle. Let's put it in alphabetical order. Right. Uh, so we got Ian Kirk, who says, sorry, I forgot to do feedback this week. Right. Mm. Kirby. Captain. Time to uh, issue a, a uh, punishment. What? <laughs> what? Oh, dear. You can dig out whatever he said last time. I'm sure he did it. I didn't listen to us last uh, time. That's feasible. Right, well done, Kirby. And do Terry you need Miles. the episode number so you can find it or the date? I don't have to do that. I'll just do a search on my Gmail. Um, uh, Tim, I'm uh, not sorry, where are we? Oh, no, Terry Miles. Uh, good evening, everybody. Isn't that a song by Slade? Oh, no, that's Merry Christmas, everybody, isn't it? And, <laughs> and. <laughs> Thanks for being so quick. Um, he says, it's Tim Drury, by the way. Adam seems to have forgotten his top hat. Perhaps it's a casual wedding. Huh? My top yeah. hat? Oh, well, because it's the wedding of the Doctor and yeah. or the yeah. Tess or the Tesselector and River Song. So she actually married the Tesselector. Um, you moving. What? <laughs> yeah, it looks like she marries a Tesselector. Yeah, thank you. That's better, Mary. The doctor is in control of the Tesselector, so it's really... Yes, yes, okay, so he's sort of... Yeah, so it makes me ask, like... So it's like a drive-in it's... wedding, then, Robert, is what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wedding by... Since, since, since uh, yeah. time was all mixed together, they should have found Elvis to uh, officiate. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing, on the on the, lot of the stuff coming through on the live feed, something came through, and then it it disappeared. I wonder Ooh. if that's anything to do with it being five two minutes past five. Oh, weird. Oh, weird. I might have to check on another. Uh... Oh, it's back there now. It's back. It's back. It's back. Um, Ian Kirk says Hollywood did Ian a tribute did, yeah. to this called Everything Everywhere All at Once. They did it a bloody sight exactly. better if that's the case. There you go. <laughs> and the, if Michelle Yao had been in this episode, that would have been even better. Um, she could have played Madame Hoverian rather beautifully, I reckon. So, anyway, you see lots of silences in, in fish tanks for some reason. Um, I suppose they, so they could emulate the ace scene when ace's glass breaks inside the fish tank. Right. Um, uh, it's theoretically, they were supposed to absorb their uh, using electricity. It was oh. all a ruse. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, but uh, Rory's real kick-ass in this story. And I love the fact that he's got that sort of beret on. He does look like a unit sort of soldier. Um, <laughs> I suppose. Anyway, moving forward. Um, they've got Madame Kaverian um, imprisoned by sort of tying her to a chair. And after everything kicks off, after everything kicks off, um, the sort of eye patches start electrocuting and stuff like that. And uh, uh, because the silence will break out, like you say, it's a ruse. And the water starts leaking into the uh, pyramid. It's a trap. And, uh, eh? It's a trap. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. And the doctor and his most of his friends are told to uh, escape um, uh, and I, do I escape. Like but Rory stays back to be the hero for a little while, at least. And um, while, to cut a longer story short, um, Amy kills Madison Kaverian. Um, <gasps> she deserved it, to be fair. How mean. Yeah, she deserved it. And anyway, they Did go to say... the top of the, the pyramid and where the... the the, the um, I'm sorry, the, what's the name again? The River, River Song, sorry. Can marry the Doctor in a very romantic but 
quite enjoyable way. Um, and of course, obviously, it's a nice scene uh, to see Alex Kingston and Matt Smith, uh, all that sort of screen presence what do they call it when they they sort of work really well chemistry, chemistry. chemistry. that's chemistry. it chemistry <laughs> on the top of the thing and they do and i do like the scene also when amy and rory arrive of course uh river's parents um there to you know to, to be there as mother and father of the bride um or step stepfather and stepmother no sorry mother-in-law and father-in-law of the bride eventually or of the groom oh you know what i mean it's very very com- it's almost yes. like the Peter Davison and David Tennant scenario, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so they get married. Well, she marries a Tessa Lecter, and then we see some more weird sort of flashes where, as everything undoes, and everything goes back to normal again. Yeah, feasible. The next scene, of course, is because the doctor's dead. Basically, uh, we're led to believe um, that the, the, the doctor's dead. <laughs> Amy sat in the garden and her daughter, River, has just come back from the Byzantium saying, you were there. You were so much younger, etc. It wasn't that much, only a couple of years. What, um, two years? Yeah. <laughs> and then she, she's got a little secret about the doctor and she tells Amy and she jumps around and goes all excited. And Rory comes out, what's going on? And they all jump around, all lead excited because well, now we know the doctor is in fact alive. And a hooded man looked like an episode apart from the apart. Uh, sorry, an extract for a, a, um, a series called The Traitors, uh, as this hooded oh, person yeah. <laughs> he comes and drops a, a box on a on a plinth, mm. which is obviously the plinth where they picked up Dorian. So, so now it's Dorian because he is moaning a lot. Yes. Um, like how much of the real doctor have we seen all this time, or have we been seeing a Tesselecta doctor? Well, we, we well, saw well from the cloud. Well, the pet Tesselecta came came into it at the point in which the doc they the doc tesselector said to the doctor is there anything we can do to help and of course initially we see the doctor go away and then this scene we see him come back and say, well actually uh and that's um and of course he says to um yeah we see how that how he did it sort of thing and we see him saying well he's got a lie low from now on that's that not for very so, long no, it's true. It wouldn't be the same. But that's yeah, all right. I'd, right. I've already gone over the bits I didn't like in regards to the science aspect of the story and the, the, the silly aspects of it. But most of this can be uh, sort of swept under the fantasy um, sort of element of, of Doctor Who. Um, I, I quite liked it, to be fair. I can see why people don't like it because of the stupidity of it there's a lot of stupidity in it but yeah. it's, it's balanced out <laughs> it's balanced out by some nice scenes with with all the, with the well-known characters and um i felt a, a certain expert is it francis barber who plays madden Kavarian? um yes. it was a bit her sort of being in it in the whole series, in fact, it's a bit of a waste of time i didn't it didn't you know she was so easily defeated yeah, it didn't in go the anywhere did it um but that didn't bother me, to be fair. I think it was all about, for me, how the, the Doctor... The series ends up with the Doctor marrying River. Because um, obviously having this all big... I know there's more to come. And also all the little side episodes we've seen and you know the, the specials that the BBC yeah. did with, with yeah. Pond those Life. And, sorry? I said those were fun. Yeah. So and although all these little episodes sort of intermingle and tell little filler bits of the story of... 
the Doctrine of a Song. That's that's basically what this whole series is about. Yeah, the sideline is, you know, the Doctor dies at, you know, he doesn't die at this uh, Lake Silencio. And obviously he's not dead, is he? We knew he wasn't going to die, but how did he get out of it sort of thing? Uh, I don't mind that. Because I, 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 I like River Song and I like Alex. And ben not shouting in my ear. I was like, oh, no, she doesn't. Uh, so it's nice to be able to express that I do love the the, the concept of, of the character of River and the, the, her relationship with, it, with the Doctor and the love there. And It's, it's weird because nobody really likes the Doctor being having a love element in it. And I didn't really like the Eighth Doctor's love sort of with grace because i didn't think grace was worthy of the doctor's love in that way um maybe rose again rose for me was a teenager it didn't quite i can understand rose falling in love with the doctor i didn't get a romantic sort of thing back from the doctor that didn't work for me it did work for a lot of people would hang together and make their jokes and lean into each other it seemed like the doctor had a love towards her. Yeah, but I, I, I'd liked it to have been a, a friendship love. Like the doctor has lots of friends and stuff like that. Yes. But the, for me, Rose was in love with the doctor. The, like, uh, like Clara was in love with the doctor. Then Clara yeah. fell in love with that other chap that died and whatnot. You know, um, with River, it, it sort of feels right because of how River came into existence and the personality of River created by Alex Kingston. It just works. It's like the yes. the uh, soulmate, if you like, of, of the Doctor, and it's not a human person, is it? Although it is, it isn't. Right. You know, it's a, she, it's a, she's it's a, weird. a if not a, in a whole time timeline. It's almost like that's another sort of representation of the TARDIS. Because did you notice that Idris was very similar to River? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I liked that because it sort of explained a little bit of, of um, River's sassiness. I think because she she's of the TARDIS, there's a bit of the TARDIS yes. in her. And of course, the Doctor's always been in love with the TARDIS. So there's loads of reasons why I love River's song and the, the, love the way she's woven in and out of, of the Doctor's life. So them getting married, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, at the end of it it's just a shame in some ways that they they chose a story was was a little bit disjointed to do that a Uh, little bit but um (laughs) on the uh, i actually do enjoy it i I haven't seen this story for all that time and i was actually looking forward to watching it and i did enjoy it but obviously you do notice certain things that are a bit stupid and uh, but that's fine that's fine if you enjoy the story that's really mine (laughs) i think the same thing um so, um, before I move on to Robert, it's uh, Lillian Roma said, sorry I'm late. Not good enough, Lillian, to be fair. <gasps> I mean, you, you have a go at us, and then you yeah, can't be on. bothered to show up on time. Absolute disgrace. I'm sorry, Lillian, but I've got a sound effect for you. Yeah. Oh, I would have the computer play it. Thank you. Uh, right then, so, Robert, what did you think? I'm pretty much a Kirby on this one. Even though I haven't well, you don't know it. what I think yet. I, I think uh, we can guess. I've, I've dropped hints. Well, you've, you've been uh, broadcasting it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> Go on in, Robert. Uh, no, I just think, um, yeah, I haven't seen it since I saw it all those years ago, and I just wasn't that impressed by it this time. Um, I mean, I had some good moments. Uh, thing I don't, I sort of disagree with the romance kind of aspect. 
as I don't really like that in Doctor Who. Um, yeah, I just prefer it more to be about the stories than a romantic uh, love story kind of thing, which is that was really turned out to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, she, uh, Alex Singston and uh, Matt Smith, yeah, they've got chemistry together. And um, yeah, not much I can really say about it. I didn't, wasn't too engaged with it. Um, and I, uh, it seems to be, I mean, I do remember at the time sort of wondering, oh, how does the doctor get out of it? And then there was the thought, uh, was he a ganger or was he... Um, That's what we were all thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were. Uh, because they, you know, they threw up these these things during the season and and I just did not think it was a Tesselector in the end, but, um, yeah, it was. Uh, so, um, yeah. But I hate Moffat all the way through Smarmy saying, oh, yes, the Doctor does die and all this rubbish. Yeah. That's what I really hate. Uh, it's just... Uh, just comes Rule number to... one, Moffat that lies. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, so... <clears throat> Yeah, on, on to the next season, which uh, series, which series. I remember not particularly liking at the time, so and I haven't seen since. Yeah, then. it should be interesting getting to those. Yeah, it's and we know what's next. The the worst of the Christmas specials. No, this, this oh, one's I quite. Didn't mind good, it that much. Hang on, the hang worst. On. I don't know. Oh, is the this worst. the one with the the wooden creatures in it? Yeah. Not, the, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Probably right. Then I thought it was the, the other one. The wardrobe. No, yeah. the doctor. <laughs> The witch, no, for goodness sake. Sorry, the, yeah. The, the, the one where he, he where the doctor falls from orbit and doesn't get yeah, killed. doesn't regenerate. was goodness killed me. from. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's happened a few times. He's fallen from great heights and not got done in. Do you remember the scene um, in uh, The End of Time when he fell through the roof of that yes. thing and landed yes. on the concrete? With him falling from a radio telescope. Can yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. No. Maybe because the, the scarf broke his neck on the... Anyway, um, are you done, <laughs> Robert? Yes, I'm finished, yeah. Right then, Cubby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, apparently, 12 years ago, I thought this was good. My opinion what? has changed. <laughs> I, I, uh, th- this was rubbish. This is absolute total rubbish with a few good bits and bobs in it. But what did you good, like? I liked a lot of the uh, the well bringing back the Churchill and um, Dickens. I liked bringing them back. I didn't like how they were used. Um, mm. There was there was some some of the things I I absolutely loved the tribute to the Brigadier, of course. Uh, but other than that, this this was a complete waste of time. Uh, it, I don't know why I liked it. Twelve years. <laughs> I, I well, it was it was it was Doctor Who, and of course, okay, yes, I all Doctor Who is better than anything else, so I'll give it that. Uh-huh. There is no bad Doctor Who is still good to watch even the time lash yes time lash is the good. web it's got, planet 
Yes, I like yeah, that. Yeah, go okay. back and listen. I like Red Planet. They're not good well, in not, relation to other Doctor Who stories. Go the, we're going to be going through the 12th and 13th Doctors. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and, they, and yeah, we've got some real dogs some coming real, up. Uh, got some real losers coming up. Yeah, we've got some yeah. real losers. But we've got some great stuff coming up, too. But uh, yeah, this just this was... This was... if Too bad Ben's not joined. <laughs> this was Moffat at his worst. Just, yeah. He's he's just he's just all uh, bubbly about all his cleverness. Oh. And no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, um. I don't think this is his worst. As Mary loved it. Uh, I, by the way, I hope you notice I did not interrupt you very much, Master. What? Are you feeling all right? No, I, I, it, it wasn't worth interrupting. Oh, because I was right, <laughs> basically what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you're done? Oh, yes, I'm done. Okay, then. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, brace yourselves. Uh, what do you think of it, then, Mary? Well, um, of course, we have the, what is it, the, the perspective of all the Doctor Who that's coming so it's hard to just independently look at this one and just think it was awful because it is Moffat at his like most creative, <laughs> and, which is, you know, not necessarily a compliment, um, but it, it does, it does wrap up a lot of the story arcs that had been going on, mm-hmm. um, which is unusual, you know, because there's going to be story arcs coming up that are never resolved. Yeah. Uh, so I do appreciate that. Um, and when I saw it the first time, I think I must have hated it because I was so confused by so much of it. Um, uh-huh. But this time, because I, I don't know, more uh, focused on, like I said, all the arcs that are being, cl- you know, responded to and answered and all that. So, so I, I don't rate this as one of his worst. You know, we we've got worse coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and I think we know now where they got all the skulls that they used in, uh, was it Heaven Bent or Heaven Sent, whichever that one was. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we see where all those skulls, you know, probably got stored up and then reused. Um, but I have a lot of questions when this one was done. Um, one of them is one we've already addressed, like, did time really stop or did just the clock stop? Because they do refer to night, you know, and all this. So we, we do know that things are moving on, um, even yeah. though the clocks are always saying the same time. Um, and my question too is: Did River really marry the Doctor, or did well, she marry Tessalecta? Well, Tessalecta was being controlled by the Doctor, uh, so therefore well, it was a drive-through wedding. I think I've accepted this. To a real, a real marriage. Mm. Um, and then, how many of the episodes from Day of the Moon have had the Doctor as a Tessalecta? Um, you know, and not really him, because, I mean, they send, is it the doctor or is it the Tesselecta that they send out onto the water burning? Um, you know, what got destroyed? The Tesselecta. Uh, That's the Tesselecta. I would think the Tesselecta, but then the Tesselecta is back again. So it's like, I, I don't know. I'm very confused about that. Well, there's probably more than one Tesselecta, to be fair. So I'll give him that. He does. He does reference he was barely singed. Okay, and th- and then another question I have is okay, so he, he marries River, but then he goes on to have a close romantic relationship with Clara. So how do we how do we square that <laughs> if Does he's he? married to someone? Does he? 
because it was only Matt Smith's uh, relationship with. Yeah, I mean, I he, he's, he's going to go on to have, you know, like I said, a, you know, a romantic relationship with Clara. So, I mean, how, how do you square that? Oh, how, I don't know. I don't anyway, remember, I don't remember him having a, a romantic relationship. Yeah, I mean, he spends nights with Clara. He, he he's naked in front of her. He does all this stuff that you'd only do with a very close um, romantic partner. Okay. Maybe that maybe the the uh, marriage laws are different on Gallifrey. Yeah, maybe they are. Yeah, but he was naked in front of uh, Amy and Rory in the in the eleventh hour. You you said he was naked. In the yeah, he changed hour. clothes in front of them. Hmm. Well, that's not actually being totally naked, but remember, oh when yes, he, clock, it is. he goes to that family dinner and. The, the, the clothes yeah. that you're supposedly seeing on them are only an illusion. Oh, that I've got really you. Okay, that's fine. And also, also in front of the, the, the river substitute who's the head of the church. I'm feeling that the world's naturists may disagree with you, Mary, that uh, being naked in front of people is not is not necessary for romantic reasons. Uh, anyway. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Carry on. Uh, that's okay. Um, but so I found this one more engaging than... I have for a while um, because I haven't seen it for what, how many years, 2011 till now. Um, that's when I last saw it. <laughs> so <laughs> for, yeah, for me, it was like watching it for the first time. So um, it, part of it, like I said, was very satisfying, but another part of it just raised a whole bunch more questions for me. Um, so I'm kind of in the middle on this one. It's really Not weird when you say think. it's 13 years since since we watched it. And yeah, there's oh, certain aspects of it that you know I remembered quite clearly. In fact, most of it, to be fair, to think that I haven't watched it for 13 years, I've it, 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 it feels as if my my um my worries about getting Alzheimer's uh, uh, should be um, unfounded uh, that I remembered so much of it after all that time. Sorry, carry on. Now I know why I forgot though. You forgot, did you? Oh, I, I remembered the whole thing. I no, I did not. I did as, a, as it went along. But yeah. My yeah, there were moments I remembered, but not the whole thing. No. Mm. Is that you done, Mary? Done. That's okay. me done. Okay, I think it's about time to move on to Kirby's, um, you know, bit where he does this humongous amount of feedback that we've got. Off, <laughs> we off, actually got his... something a few minutes ago. Uh, well, Andy said, I'll make sure my tuxedo is pressed. Because the way I do always warned him about doing doing the ironing while naked because you could always iron something, <laughs> you know. I, I haven't ironed in 15, 20 years, so I don't know. No wonder your clothes are all crinkly then. <laughs> yeah. uh, Neil James, The Wedding of River Song. It's with this series finale that I pretty much gave up trying to follow what was going on in Moffat's Doctor Who. I never stopped watching and I never will, but this era just isn't really for me. Yeah. <laughs> and this kind of carries on for me until the end of the Capaldi run. In some ways, <laughs> I even prefer the, the Chibnall era. What? <laughs> that's, not, that's silly. That's not to say there <laughs> that's are That's just silly. Enjoy. Come on. Might as well say you like the Pip and Jane Baker era. Don't be so silly. <laughs> See, this, is, this is what I was saying a second ago. He says, that's not to say there aren't things to enjoy about every episode, but I find these ones very hard to follow and very hard to love. I adore both Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, but the scripts and storylines and arcs all just seem so smugly pleased with themselves. Yes. And 
I agree with him. I said basically the same thing, and I did not see this comment from him. I was saying the same thing. Sorry for this little semi-rant, but I felt the need to explain why I can't think of anything interesting to say about these stories. Sorry. As for this one, it's quite fun, and I'm not keen on River, but I can't be arsed to try and follow the plot. Three stars out of five. Uh, Is that it? That's it. That's all we got. Okay. Um, so I have sent over to Robert uh, something to read. Yes. Do you like me to start now? Well, as I've just introduced you to do it, that might be a good idea, okay. Robert. <laughs> normally how it works. All right. Oh, dear. The doctor's time is running out and he's not even married. Well, River is single. What is the question? It's two minutes past five on the 22nd of April. All the time... And everything is happening at once. Well, it is a science fiction fantasy. Oh, well, you know the rest. <laughs> ah, the Tesselector, the doctor's got another hat. Typical. Watch your step. There are traps everywhere. I wonder if the traps might come into it later. Oh, one of them did. Funny one from Dorian Maldova. Give it to me straight, doctor. How bad is it? <laughs> yeah, I, like I like that too. Ah, uh, the brig is dead. Nice they mentioned him after Nicholas Courtney's death. Something else I thought, which tied in nicely, is that this is a story all about eye patches, and Nick Courtney always had his famous Inferno eye patch yes. anecdote. Hence my um, thing. You're not quote. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that tied in nicely. Um, River shooting hats off again. Uh, fixed points in time can be rewritten. Dope. River boo-booed. Oh, look, that's Amy, and she's not looking for Rory. Not very well, though. Yeah. She thinks he looks like somebody else. Amy thinks Rory is Mr. Hottie and wants to do texting and scones. River Song didn't get it all from you, Madam Kavarian. Yes, and I'm a mother-in-law. Oh. It was nice they explained it all in the end. The question you've been running from all your life, Doctor Who... Doctor Who. Yeah, that's yes. a bit irritating. Was Doctor Who? That was very it? irritating. I know. All in all, a good tale. We enjoyed it. Next up, a Christmas special. It must be there's snow on the ground. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs> Linda and Terry. Must remind me that uh, next time I have to go to the doctors um, for whatever ailment, I must call the doctor Doctor. Right, looking back, I'm looking back in the archives of um, feedback. I did get find something. I certainly didn't find anything from um, who we're looking for. Um, oh, it was Ian Kirk. Nothing from Ian Kirk in, in relation yeah. to this story. But I did get something from a chap called Richard Culp. Uh, uh, the first Ooh. couple of paragraphs are just relating to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast of whatever it was in October 2011. But he does say, looking on the Wedding of River Song, I have to say I, I enjoyed it. That is his most important thing about the show, really. Did you enjoy it? Put aside plot holes and writing uh, and who's in charge and look at the enjoyment factor. If we get wrapped up the right way and all the other things, we may, ju we may question ourselves as to why we do what the show... I think that was a mistake how he wrote that one in mind. This is 
why I try to hold off the critical, critical look at the stories as they air. I like to give my mind some time to process and mull over what was seen and then later come back to debate how everything played out. That is why I enjoyed the reviews of the older stories so much. I feel you can look more critically when time has passed on the episodes. Yeah, that's but true. in the end, it is purely an opinion you give. Looking at the direction that Moffat took the show in, I have to say I am thankful for what he did. While I might not have been the, sorry, while it might not have been the way to take the show, I, it did explore. The show was capable of what the show was capable of doing and could do. This text is very small, by the way. This is why I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> Can't you make but, it bigger? Uh, shush. Um, <laughs> there was no way for, for anyone to say that this is the, the definitive way to have to go. In the end, it is a gamble that is taken. While I did enjoy the RTD's direction, I felt the show was being shackled to a set routine each series had to top the the last it was yeah, always bigger true. threat that spanned more and more of the universe how can you top each series with bigger and better threat and not end up scratching your head wondering how to do this moffat broke the chain and dared to take the show in a new direction with a breath of new life into the show sorry and to breathe new life into the show has it paid off well i hold my final answer until later but I will thank him for trying after all I am not an executive producer of the show and I'm certainly not anywhere near to the level of writer he is I can express opinions that he can consider but that is all I can do will he listen well that is up to him and only time will tell <laughs> I look forward to your next podcast keep up the good work well you didn't listen to any more did you Richard uh, yes Richard Culp from uh, <laughs> 13 know? years ago I think he got put off by Robert that's what I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> Robert is always so negative I don't know <laughs> he is actually um, <laughs> I got this one it might be quite funny because it's got the name Jeff Waddle attached to it he probably doesn't listen oh. to the podcast anymore anyway so we won't offend him Mind you, he's not very easily offended, is he? Jeff Waddle says, <laughs> no. I, th I think most people enjoyed this. This is probably when you're still being called Jeff Waddell. Do you remember that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think most people uh, enjoyed this episode. I generally thought it was garbage. <laughs> it was just a rehash of things before. The scene from Wedding of River Song in, in the... Hang on. We are talking about the right episode, aren't we? I don't know what he's talking about now because it says no subject, but the Reading River song is mentioned, so I'm going to carry on. So, unless it's 2015. Huh? What? Oh, and I'm going to carry on what he says. Uh, in the challenge between the Doctor and the Challenger, and I don't uh, and don't start me on the dialogue. It was cringeworthy, a continuation of the cringeworthy <laughs> Hey Mickey, Tony Basil joke. Asylum of the Daleks <laughs> yeah. recreation, uh, and that episode was crap too. Capaldi goes to hide from everyone. And that involves taking a tank from a different time period. Had enough of it now. That's five episodes in now. And uh, that I have, this has been at it the best poor for me. I'm not watching it anymore. Capaldi can do, can't do any more with this garbage script than what Smith did near his final run. Absolute garbage. I never thought I would see the day that I turned my back on who. Don't tell Roger. Oh, sorry. Um, looking back, I enjoyed three quarters of the last season because of Capaldi. But 
when you, as you talk about Lewis Gabaldi or, or Peter anyway um, but when you get uh, an episode where you don't like his performance and dislike everything else it's time to get out I'll still listen though have a good one I'll hide the new Stitches pal <laughs> oh he didn't say that I added that bit at the end sounds like Jeff <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's nothing to do with it's just he mentioned it and that's why it's come up in the search so now we can go back to the stuff that came very recently well, good afternoon, 20 megabytes Andy here. It is uh, half, quarter past 12 uh, Sunday afternoon. We've just been to church, something Sunday, about to take the lovely dawn out for lunch, as, as we build it, and we're going to feed it up somewhere. It's a nice day, it's going to be. And uh, yesterday, of course, the usual one, did the ironing and watched the wedding of River Song, and it's a glorious romp, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. uh, absolutely mental. There's so much going on, you really don't understand what's going on. And there's so many bits of the past in this. They say, you know, Winston Churchill coming back, with Charles Dickens coming back. And, of course, with the Brigadier being referenced, you know, it's a, the fact that he's sadly he'd gone. But uh, this is one where you, you didn't know where it's going, because, uh, you know, how is he going to kill the Doctor off? And then, of course, then it comes to the past that it's the Tesselector. So, again, it's reference back to the past, so something that happened before. And... Uh, you know, how the Doctor manages to get time back on straight, but also how he, he disappears into the background. You know, he said, you know, he's, he's getting too much attention. He needs to be not to be so obvious so that you know, he, people won't come for him. And I think that's I think that 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 really does help to reset the Doctor. Um, I thought some good references um, with the way that uh, River, he and River got married. And you have the question and you find out the question is Doctor who but mm. uh, the answer to, you know does he actually tell the answer you know he says it to melody or river beg your pardon he says it to amy anyone doesn't know it's rawly but then rawly always was a bit um yeah he was a bit left in the lurch but no this was good it was good fun it went really really fast and he kept really kept you thinking what on earth is going on what is going on here and i think the reveal with the test lecture was very very well done i thoroughly enjoyed that bit um and it's Puts the set it puts it nicely for the way the Doctor is going to have a future. I think he's going to be a lot darker than he was before, and so I think from that point of view, I think it was a very good story. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Totally bonkers, and there you go. Until next time, be safe. I think he cut that off quickly because that was messing around in the background. <laughs> yeah, you could hear. Uh, right, that's that's about it for uh, for feedback in this. Um, um, a certain councillor dropped something into my inbox um, for the end of the show. We'll see what happens with that one. Let's see anything coming through on the live feed. Ooh-hoo! Okay, we've got Lillian Robbins saying, I liked this story. Y'all are too picky. Just watch and have fun. That's more or less oh. what I said, um, Lillian. I was just picking out a couple of... So I, I don't know whether to do a... Oh, go on then. <laughs> saying what I said. Uh, Billy Kirkbright says, I don't recall, oh, no, I can't do the accent myself, I don't recall <laughs> ever seeing this story all the way through. That's not how you spell through, Billy. Through is T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Oh, is that the Australian way of spelling through? Just the efficient way of writing it. I'm being facetious. All attempts, I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, and they said that's his review with a winky eye emoji. I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, I will tell um, Billy, of course, that uh, the, one of the things I'm promising um, conv- uh, convention goers for uh, Fantasy Con 3 is, is that he will return. They obviously have to pay for his own trip. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So the next, uh, that's it then uh, for feedback in this show. Like I say, if anything drops in in the in the interim, uh, I was going to do Doctor Who news, but I forgot to type the URL in. It's nice actually be able to do the show this week and not have to edit the last podcast we did because uh, I did it yesterday. Right, Doctor Who magazine. I saw where it dropped this morning. Big button. I saw where it dropped uh, into the feed this morning. Uh, uh, Doctor Who magazine special uh, 63 showrunners and it's um, I, I guess from its title it's uh, talking about the showrunners of the show because it has um, a load of names on the front it's got, actually got a picture a lovely colour picture actually of Verity Lambert with some monsters of the time uh, and it mentions it. Sheena Buck Townsing uh, Shirley Cooklin Janet Fielding Judy Gardner Fraser Hines Waris, or is it Varis who sounds? I think it's Waris, actually. Well, um, it's Waris. I just said... Right, Louise Jameson, uh, Matthew Jacobs, John Leeson, Katie Manning, Marcus Wilson, and more. Who's this and more? Who's more? Oh, yeah. and more. Um, yeah, um, and it says showrunners producing Doctor Who uh, from 1963 to now. I don't remember John Leeson being producer of Doctor Who, but there you go. And, of course, the Doctor Who magazine, I might have mentioned this last time, issue 588, uh, featuring David Tennant and Elizabeth Sladen, uh, with the title, We Love Sarah Jane. Um, Bradford Who Charity Con 8, did we talk about that last time? Probably did, because it's first of March on it. So not an awful lot uh, of news. Anybody see the Red Nose Day Doctor Who stuff on it? wasn't much. It was um, Lenny oh, Henry regenerating. Regenerating into um, uh, a, a Scottish version of the Fourteenth Doctor. <laughs> Ian Kirk just mentioned that. Yeah, um, there wasn't much else Doctor Who wise on it, but it, there was a lot of fun stuff to watch on on the, the little uh, cameo stuff on it. Um, when was Red Nose Day? Big button. When was it? Friday. Okay, I didn't. But it I don't was really cold. Uh, yeah, I record. I couldn't watch it because we went to the cinema on Friday, so I recorded it just what to fast forward. Fast forward through the, the 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 bits where they try to raise money for the charity and just watch the uh, the little special comedy Skips. bits that they put together. The funniest one was when they did the traitors spoof with uh, Dawn French, uh, who did Claudia Winkleman. Uh, but Claudia Winkleman was actually around the table. But and of course, when they had everybody with, with their hoods on, which they don't wear their hoods around the table on on traitors because. Otherwise, they'd know who the traitors were, wouldn't they? For that was, but the funny thing, of course, the best thing for me was when Ewan McGregor was around it, actually being Obi Wan Kenobi. Very good. <laughs> uh, that was good. Uh, anyway, so that's um, not much Doctor Who news. Uh, we see these little tidbits flying around the internet, but uh, and what was the latest one that they mentioned? There was a bit of a rumor going around. Hold on, I forgot what it was now. Anybody heard any rumors? There was a trailer for the new um, Blu-ray set. No. The, the are... rumour is the unit uh, spin-off. No, spin-off. that's not it either, no. Uh, nope. That's uh, David Tennant's pregnant? No. It's no. <laughs> annoying, isn't it? There was something going around about it. But I forgot what it was. I was a bit disappointed, actually, the fact cold. they haven't mentioned it. <clears throat> On any of these Doctor Who news feeds, I should have a gossip section. <laughs> um, right, so that's that bit. Uh, I suppose we have got time to do the uh, responses. As I say, um, 
So whoanda.co.uk have accepted that their sponsorship money is going towards the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast special guest at FantasyCon this year, Valile Shabalala. And uh, so I'm hoping to swing it that so Valile actually sits with, with us. Well, not me, I'll, I'll be around about, but, but with Debbie and, and, and the people that will be looking after the Doctor Who's own, i.e. Lord of Time mini convention, where the 20 megabyte table and the TARDIS and all our cardboard cutouts and any other Doctor Who memorabilia that I can scrape together uh, uh, to, to sit in that section of the of the, of the the convention so I'm hoping for that and I'll say um, it's very nice of Melinda um, to um, do that. In fact if you go to the Lavazi page um, I've got one here that says lavazi.co.uk products sorry forward slash products forward slash forward slash seventh dash doctor dash umbrella dash seventh dash doctor dash sylvester dash mccoy as in dashes being hyphens uh you get a, a page where it shows little pictures of of the umbrella for example and other um bits of, oh that is the umbrella a big one and a little video um that says perfect gift for doctor who fans and then people have sent the pictures of their umbrella in I've got one of them. I use it to open and close the curtains. Um, if you keep your um, head still, I can see the reflection in your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one in behind me. I'm not going to go and get it, but uh, I do love that umbrella. It has lasted rather well. It's um, unlike other umbrellas. It's actually quite robust. Um, and of course, you can get the pullover and uh, paisley scarves. You can't get a hat yet. I'd have to have a word with in to get the, the, the little straw boater hat that uh, the Seventh Doctor wears. In fact, they could actually turn themselves into official full Seventh Doctor cosplayers, um, yep. cosplay yeah. suppliers, to be fair. Everything else. In fact, they could, mind you, probably have to get a license for that. So I was hoping to get the rest of the, the Sixth Doctor's outfit, having the behind me, you can't see it because it's in a bag, uh, Alistair Pearson's. Uh, sixth Doctor coat, which is beautiful. It's very accurate, um, and um, I really enjoyed wearing it, um, especially while cuddling Katie Manning. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So that is. Uh, oh yeah, of course you know that Lavazi. Uh, um, they regularly bump in offers, uh, which I try to share on the Twenty Megabyte Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you can join. Um, I was thinking, Mary, actually, I know you're interested in Big Finish stuff, but I've been listening to audiobooks a lot recently. But I thought what I might do is, is put all my Big Finish audios into the iCloud. Um, it's the thing where Ooh. you or an Apple thing where you can grab files off the Internet and just put them on your phone and listen to them and, or view Great. them. Or, very useful, especially when if I want to do a posh TikTok where I edit it on my computer, I can just put it on the iCloud and... and Hoik it onto my phone and then edit it further in, in TikTok. So it's a very useful. Is, it, is that a technical term? Hoik. Yeah, hoik. <laughs> um, who won? And they have got latest products. Dialects, who won that code? UK? Ah, that just that's reminded me about um, the uh, the comic not comic, yes comic relief thing. Um, there was a cameo by a Dalek in a in a Daleks. Eurovision song a fake Eurovision song contest. Um, like a bit like the X Factor thing where they get people in to sing and they're trying to get a job or, or the Eurovision Song Contest and the Dalek came in and started singing. It was quite amusing, to be fair. Sing um, a Dalek, a real Dalek, as in a, a Doctor Who prop Dalek, um, voiced by Nick Briggs. Uh, so that might be worth um, trying to get your hands on. 
Rick Niggs. Nick Briggs, he's the voice of the Daleks, Robert. Rick Niggs. Rick Niggs. Yeah. Okay. And he's also a, an executive producer in, for Big Finish. No, he isn't. No. He's, hang on. Where's that interview I did with him all those years ago? He's uh, a... Oh, hang on a sec. Fan fiction... Ago. Professional fan fiction writer. There we are. Um, Daleks Ultimate Comic Strip Collection. I've got, I had a picture with him, actually. Me and Debbie had our picture taken with Nick. It's up on the wall somewhere. Oh, the no, science fiction writer. writer. No, he's a, a professional um, fan fiction writer. Never mind. Um, Empire <laughs> Man. It's a tortured story. Um, and if uh, I've decided now that even if John Barrowman isn't in them, as long as a friend of the show uh. Gareth David Lloyd is, it is in fact tortured. Or Eve Miles, who I met at uh, Wales Comic Con. She's lovely. So if she's in it, then of course it, it counts now as tortured. Um, War Doctor begins for he f- who fights with monsters. Who voices the War Doctor in those stories? This new guy now, isn't it? Well, um, oh, I can't think of his name. Um, the younger dude, isn't he? Played I Claudius. Um, oh, what, Derek Jacobi? Derek Jacobi, yeah. But this has got a picture of John Hurt on the cover. Oh, well, uh, yeah. He's they, talking they, about they, the... Um, War Doctor, not the... Both, um, oh, the War Doctor, I'm war, sorry. Not, not the War Master. Of the Master, yeah, the War Master, no. The War Doctor is... Uh, it's a young oops. younger guy. Who does, I think he does like an impersonation of John Hurt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't say, on the description, it doesn't say, um, although on the picture, which is tiny and you can't really read much of the text on it, it may mm. indeed say who... Yeah, you can make the, the text bigger. <laughs> you can't on that... It's a tiny, well, tiny P- a JPEG. Yeah, thumbnail, wouldn't it? Thumbnail, that's a word I was looking for. Um, coming soon, uh, stuff like the Fourth Doctor 12.1, New Frontiers, and oh, Eighth Doctor Time War 5 cassette. Can't be cassette. Oh, Cass. Sorry. Cass. <laughs> I misread <laughs> that. Um, Diary of River Song 11, that's topical. Uh, double one, Diary a torture story. Song. Double two, a torture story. Uh, these are just examples of all the things if you go to the whoon.co.uk website. So who's their items? Yes. Uh, so I think I'm just going to check. I've got nothing else coming through. Ian Kirk said Lenny Henry regenerated on red nose. I said that. Yeah, I told you he said into, that. He regenerated into the 14th Doctor. Does that make the full, mean the tenants back now as the 17th Doctor? I don't know. Confused. Well, how many did they have in the um, what's name? They have in the um, what's the name? Ah, uh, the um, ah, uh, the Ron um, Atkinson. Oh yeah, no, Curse I was disappointed with with uh, with the, the, the Blackadder thing. No. Although I love Tony <laughs> Robinson, him sat in there doing a CBB story didn't work for me. There's a very small amount of comedy in that, but it was nice to see him dressed up as Baldrick. But I really wanted to see. Oh, I saw that that existed. I um, hadn't watched it yet. Rowan Atkinson. Right, so uh, moving on, there's what we watched this week. I haven't got any music for that. I should have, but I should. I haven't. Well, come <laughs> up with something by the next time. What? Come up with some music by the next time. No. Um, the person who, the person who plays the War Doctor is Jonathan Carley. Well he done, Mary. There you go. Well done. I'm impressed with that. Ting. Okay. So I've been, we've been watching or trying to watch other programs that we've recorded on the Skybox. 
uh, still behind on, and haven't started loads of other stuff. I started watching that that spin-off of Death and Paradise, which is um, oh god, uh, Beyond Paradise, I think it's called. We've only still hell. watched episode one. I want to watch episode two because my friend appears in it, um, but I haven't got around to it yet. Um, we've been watching. The, the end of Love Island when we've been able to get together just me and Deb and then uh, we've been watching the last two episodes of The Apprentice which I love we still love the a family thing we were like watching and we've just started watching uh, Married at First Sight Australia which is um, oh my mad goodness. but you're good subjecting fun. yourself to that for fun that's right yes it's very entertaining um, who cares whether you like it or not thank you Mr Haynes we do so we're, we're watching that at the moment that's the stuff we watch as a family but after um, the beautiful one has gone to bed then I tend to I've run out of crime stuff to watch unfortunately so I'm I'm tending to watch uh, sort of genealogy programs I've still haven't got round to picking up Picard again um, mm. I must do it I think it's going to be a say I'm going to completely run out of programs uh, to watch other than that and on YouTube I've been watching a series I quite like and you won't like I don't care but I quite like called Paternity Court because um, it's not available yeah. I, I, it popped up on um, on TikTok and I thought oh I like that judge she's very nice looking and or very bolshy I quite like her so uh, I ended up finding it on youtube because so you like the judge <laughs> the lunch is beautiful i don't know what her name is uh, it's a it's an american series called um, paternity court um where they just basically roast each other and find out who the father or is or isn't of like the, the, judge judy, the babies then. pardon it's like judge judy then. it is but it's but it's also a mixture yeah. of judge judy and jeremy kyle there's another program in america where there was a, a bloke, like a, a Jerry Springer type situation where they would do the DNA results at the end of the episode. But um, mm. I just, yeah, it's <laughs> what gets me is uh, the some the way people nowadays name people. Um, it's like you've got the Tatalisha and sort of really weird names that don't really exist. They just make oh, them yeah. up. Yeah, um, exactly. And um, is that with two E's or three? Oh, probably. They'll probably mix it up. It's like with the traditional names that they, they change the spelling of. Yeah. Like yeah. Lorraine, instead of L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E, they'll make it L-O-R-A-Y-N-E or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to name somebody by a traditional, just use a traditional spelling. Because all they're going to do, if anybody exactly. says, what's my exactly. name? Oh, it's Lorraine. They're going to write it down in the, the way everybody expects it to be written yeah. down. Um, exactly. And the other thing they do is they we seem to have run out of first names. So now that everybody's calling everybody by surnames now, it's like um, yes, you can sir? get Smith as a first name. Mm. I, what the heck? World coming to. There's so many names in history that aren't used anymore that are real names. Why... Create, get a surname and use it as a first name. <coughs> it's like mm. Piers Morgan. Piers. And Morgan, in fact, is a first name now. Um, mm. oh, it just baffles me. I thought you find there'll be somebody called Haynes, Robert. <laughs> Probably. Haynes Roberts. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and there's certainly you know, Bartlett is a first a first name I've heard, Mister Mister Bartlett's name. So. Yeah. Bartlett Piers. Yeah, it's, I think it's a, a very much an American thing that's drifted into drifting into into Britain. Now we're using surnames as first names. 
I don't know. I don't hear it. You don't? In America. No, oh, I, I do. Well, I, I don't have such, such a uh, name. You don't have such a name? I have such a name. Yeah, Kirby is a name. Was, Kirby's was can be surname. either. Yes. Um, but that's fine. It was. I think it's been Kirby as a first name for a woman or a man, or a man for many, many years. So I, I don't accept that one. But um, yeah, it's just sort of it's it's sort of strange, isn't it? It's, like I said, it's it's like like we've run out of first names. It's like Sheldon. I was talking about Sheldon Cooper. Sheldon's surname, and now it's the first name. You know, well, I don't know. Leonard, in fact, is the surname and the first name. I'm thinking of Big Bang Theory here. Sheldon has been a name for ages. I know, I know, I know. I, know. I accept that. But I'm thinking I mean, of... I, a, I, I've known some older men that people call Shelley because their full name is yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, I accept that. That's not so bad. Uh, but I'm, I'm talking about like traditional surnames like Gallagher or something like that. You're going to find mm-hmm. there's going to be people with the name... Lennon, right? That's a name it's a, because of John Lennon. People, it's now become a first name. Yeah, that's true, yeah. You know. Like Lennox as well. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking of Lennox. Pertwee Brown. That'd be a Baker, Baker. Um, anyway, so <laughs> I just noticed this thing through through um, picking up on programs like um, uh, what's that? I just mentioned it. Oh, Paternity Court. The good thing about Paternity Court is quite short, so I can fill a small gap by just putting YouTube on and, and watching that. And like I say, the judge on it is quite loud, but she's very pretty. Um, <laughs> it's very. It's a nice small, ensemble small as well. Put up with. It's a. It's quite. So it's quite a nice ensemble in in, in that sort court scene setup because she doesn't preach at anybody. You know these people who don't know the parentage of their own children for one reason or another. But she she just she just listens to their story. They have a little bicker about it. The bloke says, "I am not the father. I can't be because of this, that, and the other." Uh, and then you know then the. the, the um, results are given it's uh, it's quite charming sometimes the other thing i've been watching um is uh sesame uh, well, street what did you say sesame street no <laughs> i did try watching um american version of the mass singer and um uh, what grabbed me was oh, and i don't know I don't, no spoilers if you, if you want to watch the series spoilerific uh, moment just about coming up so you might want to skip forward but one of the masked singers and it sounded just like him but i thought they're not going to stick him in a in a blooming um costume it was kermit the frog i did. thought hang on that's that's weird that's a hand inside a puppet inside a, <laughs> a oh, they've done that before yeah um and uh but that got me into watching it uh and the other one of that series it was quite quite funny was again spoilers was uh, uh, Danny Trejo was one of them, and um, he's got a backstory that's oh, quite yeah, amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, remember that, yeah. But he, he um, Isabella, met him and had a picture taken with him at uh, Wells Comic Con. Uh, he was a very mm-hmm. nice man. She, he was, she was quite taken by what a nice chap mm-hmm. he was. Um, yeah. So movies. Uh, last week we went to Cineworld um, Secret Unlimited screening, where you go to the cinema and you don't know what the hell you're watching, but you hope it's something good. Um, but you have to guess probably it's going to be something that's coming out within the next few weeks after that date. So we sat there and, and Isabella was convinced it was going to be a film called Pearl. Uh, we sat down there and went through the adverts and then the, the BBFA thing came up on the screen and it said, 
um, Dungeons and Dragons, and everybody went, ah. <laughs> ah. we were going, yes, that's more like it. And we sat down and watched uh, really, <laughs> really. And the fun, unusual thing about um, this is the trailers that we've seen for Dungeons and Dragons have been very corny and not particularly good, but yeah. it's one of those things you, you think, well, yeah, I don't know, it looks a bit corny and rubbish, but I'll watch it anyway. But the film itself is such good fun. It's sort of it's got the same sort of vibe as Guardians of the Galaxy, that sort of uh, oh, light-hearted adventure, good special effects, good cast, um, some unknown people probably from America. The only person, when Dave Simon, friend of the show, who is an extra in various things, he said, you know the bloke who's in Bridgerton that's also in that film? Um, the first series of Bridgerton, he's in it. And uh, Dave says that he's not a very nice person at all. I said to mm. Dave, that puts him off watching. I said, well, don't worry, he's not in it that much, you know. But it's got some good actors in it. It's really, really good. Um, so we enjoyed that. And excuse me. And this week we went to see the new Shazam film. How was that? Um, pardon? What did you say? How was it? Again... Uh, I felt it was slightly better than the first one, although the first one's a good introductory thing. Oh, I like the um, first one. There's more comedy and lightheartedness, but more also gravitas and drama in it. Um, and I do think uh, that um, Zachary, what's his name? Zachary, damn, I forgot his name. Bloke who plays Shazam, I can't remember his surname, Zachary. Somebody will tell okay. me in a minute. I, I thought he's he's very good at, at playing somebody who's actually a teenager. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if I get Isabella down to give her a ten pin. I thought I'll, I'll text her see if she wants to <laughs> uh, say anything about it because uh, I know she watches lots of stuff. Bear with, I'll just text her. Um, what's what am I saying to her? Oh yeah. Uh, what, what do we call this part of the show? What we watch this week? We, we watch this week. This. Week question mark. Let's see if that uh, she hasn't. Oh, she's actually looked some of her, uh, some of her WhatsApp messages. Oh, not that one. No. <laughs> um, I'll send it to her via messenger. Uh, copy. Uh, messenger. This is good podcasting, is it, everybody? Yes, yeah, about to say that riveting <laughs> podcasting. Yeah, so it's like having Kirby on the show. Uh, only joking, <laughs> Kirby. Right, there we go. So I've sent her two messages. Hopefully, she'll respond. Uh, probably not, to be fair, because she's got her, f- her online friends that she uh, has uh, more time for. <gasps> <laughs> right, so, like I say, Shazam. Yeah, so it's got um, a bit of an ensemble cast. It's nice to see Hel- Helen Mirren, obviously the last of the the uh, sort this of everything these days. knighted <laughs> British thespians that's appearing in a, in a Marvel or a mm. DC or anything like that production, um, because they've all done it apart from her. And is there one other... That- that's knighted that hasn't done any yet. Jacoby hasn't really been anything big, is he? Um, but anyway, but yeah, so she plays uh, uh, one of the sort of god characters in it, and uh, she's great. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's fun. It feels like a Marvel film actually, because <laughs> it's you know um, the DC films tend to be a lot darker for me, apart yes, from true, yeah. the masterpiece that is the Suicide Squad, uh, which is absolutely super. Yeah, but I um, I recommend it. It's good. And both films, if you get a chance to see uh, the uh, Dungeons and Dragons film, it's great. I mean, Chris Pine is very much glad to know that channeling the 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 dark. Sorry, the the Star Lord from um, Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy, but he is very good in it. Um, of course, you've got uh, Hugh Grant as well. Star Chris hmm? and P, the surname. 
Yes. Uh, and of course, uh, anything with uh, with um, uh, Hugh Grant playing a slimy bloke with a his usual well-known sort of poshish sort of British accent, because more recently he's been doing all sorts of funny accents in films and TV shows, uh, is worth watching in itself. Um, some nice little cameos here and there anyway worth worth looking out for. Um, uh, can I tell you one of them? It's not a spoiler. Because he yeah, does tend to do me, little cameos here and there, but it right, made yeah. it made um, Isabella gush a little bit. So if you don't want to know who makes a special cameo, skip forward 15 minutes. Bradley Cooper plays a tiny little sort of dwarf type, elf type character in it. Mm, uh, okay. So there you go. Yeah, very good. Um, I'm sure there was, oh yeah, the whale. Had I watched the whale? I watched that ages ago. No, we've already talked about the whale. That, again, brilliant performance by Bradley, uh, Bradley Cooper. Sorry. <laughs> What's his name? Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Same same letter. It started with the same letter. That's right. <laughs> but I, I must admit, the the results of the Oscars were far more agreeable to us as a family than the results of the BAFTAs. Uh, I think they got it right because, like I said to you before, Michelle Yao, she should have got the BAFTA. She got the Oscar. Good. And of course, um, yes, good. What the wonderful um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, for her career deserves an Oscar she certainly deserved an yeah. Oscar for that incredible Absolutely. performance in that film so yeah great results of the Oscars this year okay that's as far as I can remember that's what I've watched oh nearly forgot books yeah sorry James Corden's autobiography absolutely brilliant book um it it doesn't come enough to present day so he, it doesn't end at the point where Talk he's about Doctor gone to Who? Does, it's, it's, yeah, he does mention he's in it, but it ends at the point where he has his son or his child or whatever it is. So it doesn't he doesn't go to America. He hasn't done Into the Woods or anything like that. But it's a charming uh, biography of his life. Absolutely brilliant. I, I would recommend that. I'm currently um, listening to the Alan Bates diaries at the moment. Um, so those two things are very, very worth, uh, especially James Corden's book, very well worth a read. And Robert Haynes. Yeah, tonight I watched The Whale, which I really loved. It's an incredible um, piece of work. Uh, yeah, I mean, the makeup and prosthetics uh, on uh, Brendan Fraser are brilliant and just well, well acted and very, very sad film. But it's incredible <laughs> that it's that it's a movie on one set. It's like a piece of drama. Exactly. It's just incredible. It's his um, um, apartment or whatever. Yeah, it's like a stage drama on, on uh, in a movie. Well, it was... It was a stage show, that's but right. It's, yeah, no, that's probably why it works so well, but it's an incredible piece of work. It really is good. Yeah, so I really recommend that. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's very um, good. Just watching Mandalorian Picard. I haven't picked which, up on that yet, so don't, no spoilers for Mandalorian, please, because it's one of those things. No, I won't where, give any spoilers, uh, just to say that I've really been enjoying them. Yeah. It's, oh, Clarkson's uh, fine. I almost, I almost gave a spoiler for Mandalorian a, a few minutes ago, but I decided against it. Good. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, really been enjoying those and the the Last of Us. Uh, finished watching that, and looking forward to season two of that. I thought that was very 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 well acted, uh, and yeah, just really oh. good show. I really recommend that. Oh, sorry, just and as to reading, game. I've just started um, the biography of um, Terry Nation. And I've been enjoying that so far oh, as cool. well. And that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Um, anything coming through in the live feed? No. All right then, so no. Gubby. Ah, uh, let's see. I uh, I think they've all gone to the, sleep. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mary? Right, that's it. <laughs> what, what did she say? She said that she thinks they've all gone to sleep. <laughs> Caught up with the Mandalorian, and then the uh, other day had a massive catch-up with uh, young Sheldon uh, with the geek daughter. Uh, and we watched like seven episodes all. Oh, all my goodness. It's a cracking series, though, isn't it? <laughs> and... Um, the scene movie wise uh i for, for some reason i watched the goonies <laughs> well, it's a good movie yeah no I, I love the goonies i was watching there's a bloke from the goonies who's the, in the the everything everywhere all at once by the way yes, Kirby. Exactly. you probably didn't yeah, know that or whatever yeah, he was that's good what too. made me uh seek that one out and then uh the other night i was just scrolling through youtube and you know how they give you examples of movies to here, here's a movie you can watch for free with ads and I went, all right, why not? Gentlemen prefer blondes. The uh, the Marilyn wow. Monroe and Jane Russell. Okay. I, I had not seen that in ages. And it, it, it was good. It was funny. And so, and, I've never uh, seen it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. it's, at least here it's available for free on uh, YouTube. And uh, what else did I watch? That that's pretty much it. Reading wise, I finished John Varley's uh, Steel Beach, and have moved on to the next one in his Eight World series, which is Iron Town Blues. Marvelous. No, is that it? That's it. Okay. That's it. And before we move on to Mary, I'll just point out that I may have mentioned on the last show that we were going to go to Basingstoke's Comic Con uh, as my birthday present because of the Umbrella Academy. Uh, stars that were going to be there. They all pulled out. Uh, and we, just let we, me know if you have we to got go a ray fund. What? I do what? If you have to go through a roundabout to get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so see, Robert knows what I'm talking I about. I know what he's talking about. Something to do with it's that. A- Hitchhiker's uh, Guide to the Galaxy. How wonderful. Anyway, um, yeah, so all the <laughs> um, the main Umbrella Academy stars uh, pulled out. Uh, and like I say, David Tennant's only on the Sunday and I. Um, haven't got that day off for some reason or other. Yeah, they got people I've heard of there like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Tom Sturridge, uh, Ruth Connell, Rob Benedict. I haven't heard of any of these people. Mark Pellegrino, Mark Pellegrino, uh, Vivian Achampong. Would you say? Obviously, and I can't. Mark Pellegrino. Supernatural, apparently. I don't know what that is. I'm either. sure if you if you looked up some of their names, you'd figure out that you're uh, related to all of them in some way or another. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, for, I'm really interested in people uh, people I'm related to that I've heard of. Um, yeah, those are these. <laughs> Lee, Elena Hoffman. Huffman, sorry, never heard of her. Michael Shanks, never heard of him. Rachel Luttrell. Julian Richings I have heard of because he was in Umbrella Academy, but he's a, like a bit character. Rainbow Sun Franks again, no. Uh, Joe Flanagan, no. Gary Jones, no. Never heard of any of them. So we got a refund on our tickets. So that's it for that. Uh, I'm still, I've got a couple of, you know, irons in the fire in regards to guests for, tw- uh, for FantasyCon, um, but it's proving to be a bit difficult getting answers out of people at the moment but uh, yeah other than that's going alright and this is a bit everybody's been waiting for and everybody that apparently has fallen asleep will now wake up for uh, Mary <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well, in terms of, you know, my regular watching, I, I watch uh, British soaps. Um, I think they're more realistic than uh, American soaps are. So I watch EastEnders and I watch Coronation Street. Say that's no uh, recommendation of American soaps, I'm afraid, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everybody, all well, American soaps always center around, you know, rich uh, yeah, that's true. yeah, rich, well-placed people. You know, they're lawyers, they're doctors. You know, and they live in these glorious houses yeah. and apartments, and and I mean, it, it, stuff you can't relate to. Whereas British soaps, those are everyday people, <laughs> and I can relate to a lot of the problems that they go through. Um, and I learn a lot about uh, British culture. Um, you know, bacon buddies and. Things like that. <laughs> I like bacon. Fish finger butties. That's what you want. Fish there. fingers and brown oh. sauce and, and all that stuff I learned mm. through these uh, these soaps. Um, I, In terms of a series that I've started, well, I'm more than started. I'm almost halfway through. It's called The Wire. Um, and it's, it's American hoodlums, drug dealers, and the police, you know, that deal with them. Um, and uh, it, even though I don't always understand what they're talking about, because <laughs> it's all, you know, the, the hood and the bro language, you know, and it's yeah. like, you know, I, I don't get a lot of that. But but their meaning comes through anyway, even though I don't get the words. Yeah. Um, and one what always strikes me is when something is it, it's very well written um, and very well acted. And whenever I, I encounter a series like this, you know, where I'm really admiring, you know, the, the acting and all that. And I start looking up some of the actors to see, OK, what else what else have they done? I'm always shocked at how many of them are British. Um, one of the main actors in it is Idris Alba. Yeah. Um, but you would never know that he was anything but a um, Brooklyn downtown drug dealing hoodie you just never would because that's that's right. can i can i do one of those um i'm pretty sure um when kirsty was on the show and something somebody said something similar about um that sort of scenario with uh it's called acting sorry I just <laughs> <had to laughs> <that one>. yeah <laughs> the difference that i find pretty consistently between american actors and British actors is British actors have gone through a lot of training and they're able to really become other characters, okay. whereas American actors tend to play the same kind of part all the time because right. they have they have whatever it is they, you know, they got famous doing. Yeah, and that's you, all you got a point do. there because I, I, on uh, the Jonathan Ross show last night, they had Liam Neeson on there and he's he's played all sorts of different types of parts. So you got a Oh, I know yeah, but not in late, lately. He's been playing the same bloody part. Well, yeah, no, but in, over his career, he, he he was talking about the length of his career. I mean, he feel, he, was, he's just done his 100th film. Um, so he has played all sorts of different, even in voice acting and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But what surprised me the most about him is he, he, he's just turned 70. He looks about 50. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. He keeps fit, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. But even Nissen has settled into a type, you know, that he plays. He has now, yeah, I agree. He plays tough people, doesn't he? Guy know? kicks ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, and then speaking of Idris Elba, I'm, yeah. tonight I'm going to be watching a movie uh, version of the Luther series. Um, oh, it's yeah. called Luther, The Rising Sun or something. I've heard so, negative things about that, so it'll be interesting to see hear what you think of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I am an Idris Elba fan. Have you seen um, that film that he did uh, recently where he played a genie? 
a genie. Yeah. Carry yeah. on, I'll find it for you, and then I can recommend okay, it. Okay, yeah, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he plays a lot of minor parts in American films. Um, so I don't know if he's just not broken through or, or whatever, but I, I think he's a wonderful actor. Um, in terms of reading, I am midway through a book, The Space Pirates. Um, ah, and really enjoying it. I mean, that's one of the lost stories, isn't it? That's never yeah. been made. They've got yeah. an episode. Of, well, I mean, I not think never think been one made, episode out of six. But it's lost. You know, can't you can't watch it. I've got um, the name of that film episode. for you, um, Mary. Yes. Uh, it's three thousand years of longing uh, with Tilda Swinton. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Tilda Swinton is somebody I'm related to. If you wanted to know that, Kirby. Um, thousand yeah. years of what? Three thousand years of longing. Um, he plays okay. a genie in it. It's very good. Okay. And I liked it anyway. It. Very good film. He's very good in it as well. Well, so I said I'm reading The Space Pirates, and I'm really enjoying it. It's well written. Um, it shouldn't have taken you that long to read, though, man. It's not that long. Well, no, but see, I, those kind of books, you know, the the easy to read, I, I kind of wait till I go to bed at night, and I just kind of read uh, them till I go to sleep. Read a chapter. So, yeah, like a chapter at a time, you know, um, but it's good. And with yeah. Big Finish, um, I'm in the middle of a very lengthy um, Milo Clancy box set called um, it's a fifth doctor and it's it's called 42. Um, and it's the doctor is kind of slipping around his time stream. So we're meeting the brigadier um, from back in the, you know, the brigadier not recognizing him because he only remembers him from the uh from the second doctor time he's ignorant of adric's death um we deal mm -hmm. with Tomo and with tegan and um it, it it's it's somewhat confusing so i'm actually listening to it for a second time because this jumping around in his time stream you know is kind of difficult to follow but it's a really good, good story it's shaping up very well is that a new one mary i'm sorry what is that a new one or an old one? Yeah, it's a new one. Uh, yeah, it's okay. it's a fifth Doctor, forty-two. It's called the Auton Infinity, because he's okay. encountering the Autons. Yeah, it's mm. it's it's newer. I wouldn't say it's brand new, yeah, but yeah. it's newer. Yeah. Because I only heard that first set that they did with Adric, the yeah. iterations of I and whatever it was. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's not part of the. Of the newer box sets, the iterations. No, no, no. That's goes back to the monthly. That's the first one that they did when you know, when he came to um, Matthew Waterhouse came to do Big Finish. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's that, that's that's an old one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, that's all really. Um, I mean, I spend a lot of time watching nursery rhymes with my hands <laughs> up. I don't think you're And Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's another thing is that the best nursery rhyme programs uh, that we watch over and over are either British made or Australian made. Yeah. Uh, there's a cartoon character called Bluey that's very Bluey, popular. Are you watching Bluey? Yeah. And he's Australian, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I read an article that uh, American parents are getting oh, very that's... upset because their kids are watching Peppa Pig. And so the kids are talking in a, a British accent. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh, I love it. oh, that's so, like, um, you know how in America you say banana, right? And we say yeah. banana over here. And somebody didn't like that the Wiggles were popular in America and that their niece or something started saying banana instead of banana. Banana, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, they're still around, but they're another incarnation. I, I remember when, when my kids were very young, taking them to a Wiggles concert. Wow. I took, my, yeah, uh, I took still... Alicia to a Tweenies uh, concert. The Tweenies? That was a thing? Yeah, I think a Tweenies concert um, back in the day when Wembley Stadium was being um, demolished. Got front oh, row and, seats and, and everything. Personal question. Um, how, how far along is your daughter? Um... Oh, good point. About Eighteen weeks, something. Like that. I don't know. Oh, like that's that. all. Okay. It's due at the end of August, so however many weeks it is between. Yeah. yeah. And then, I don't know. And she's doing well, I assume. Yeah, she's banging on and on about it. You can't speak ah. to her about without the word pregnant coming up or baby <laughs> or you know she does yeah. talk yeah. about it a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean a lot. Uh, I'm convinced it's a boy. Oh. And they're gonna, if it is a boy, they're going to give it a surname as um, its first name. Surprise, surprise, as the way it is oh. at the moment. Oh. And that surname is the same surname of a very camp comedian from the 1970s called Larry Grayson. Um, anyway, back to Roger Selber. Grayson is Grayson is in fact the most popular boy's name in Britain in 2021, so it's not surprising. Um, I think it's Oliver over here. Oliver, that was about in Britain about a few, uh, several years ago. Um, Idris Elba's real name is Idrissa Akuna Elba OBE. The OBE bit came in a, a bit later on. <laughs> the OBE, right? Mm, yeah. Um, OBE, well, for good reason. Not, not Obi Wan. Yeah, he's quite. He's quite. Um, they, they, do you know? I don't know if you're, you're familiar with the Marvel movies. Uh, he played a character in in Thor's sort of films mainly, uh, which got killed off, um, and then he, he had a cameo at the yeah, end the of one. the last Thor film, I think. And um, I that seems uh, to be what he's limited to here in America, because he was also in Pacific Rim, yeah. but he played this captain that also got killed off. But yeah, he was when in the earlier Thor films he was he, he was more prominent. Star Trek. He was the guard of some bridge or something like that in, in the earlier Thor films, but his character got killed off by Thanos oh, at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um but then he he cropped up in the DC universe as a completely different character. And uh, but then he went back to do this cameo. But I think it's the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's now working for DC. I can't remember his been name now. So I think that that's where that comes from. But it does say here that he's apparently in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is quite incredible considering the character's dead. Maybe he's playing a different character. Of course, everybody... Tommy Wiley. Everybody remembers him as the baddie in the, the... Is it the third Star Trek movie with Chris Pine as Captain Kirk? No? Yes, Remember. I think so. Yeah, he was bad in that. the second one. I don't know. It, it, it's yeah, a good point. I have to look it up now. For God's sake, Kirby. I thought you knew everything. <laughs> oh, something happened a few days ago uh, there in, in Britain. That, that, that uh, I was a little bit disappointed that uh, when Brian May was knighted, he wasn't knighted by the Queen. Uh, Very funny. He missed out there. Uh, yeah, but it looked good in the headline of the paper we had. It said, King Knights the Queen. Yes. Uh, or <laughs> King Knights Queen or something like that. Yeah. Newspapers um, love that sort of thing, don't they? Yeah, they were hoping for, for, for that. I mean, I'm hoping to, um, 
that Leeds United yeah, get okay. relegated. Not because I particularly dislike Leeds United, but it, it, um, it would create a joke in which um, detectives are, are looking in the Premier League for um, a team from Yorkshire, but uh, found no Leeds. Uh, that uh, sort of joke. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, not the actual. It's a base. That's based on that John joke of what I will write if Leeds get relegated. But right. they they won four two um, at the weekend, so it doesn't look <laughs> like they are going to get relegated now. I can't find it now. I know he was in a Star Trek film. All right, I'm going to have to Google that now. Idris, what's his name Beyond? again? It's Idrissa Akuna Elba. Should I Google that with Star, Star Trek, Trek and see what we get? Would you say Beyond? Idrissa Akuna Elba Star. So Star Trek Beyond or the ne- Beyond? The, there you go. The last one. Yeah, he was the baddie in Beyond. I'm right. Yeah. but then of course um, Chris Hemsworth was one in one of the um, Star Trek. He was films in the well. first one of yeah. the J.J. Uh, Abrams one. Yeah. He played Pike actually, didn't he? Was it Pike? No. He played Christopher Pike. Must have been a young Christopher Pike. Oh, no, he played um, he played um, Kirk's dad, I think. Oh, Kirk's dad. Yeah. Chris, I know something. Chris Hemsworth, isn't it? Hemsworth Star Trek. Hang on. Let's see what it says. It says, we are running over a little bit. George Kirk, he played. So I got that one right. I'm yeah. going to give myself a... Ding! <laughs> right, just make sure before we go that nothing's coming through on the... Uh... No, there isn't. All right, um, have we got any viewers? Yes, we have. My God. Next time, uh, I can't remember the title of the story, Kirby, I'm afraid. The no, I The Witch got... in the Wardrobe. The Doctor, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I was hoping it was going to be... Um, the, the next no, one, it's... So. Uh... <laughs> what is it called? The Doctor, the Witch and the Wardrobe. No. No? Okay. The Doctor, rubbish, the Widow rubbish. and the Wardrobe. Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe. Rubbish. Yeah. The rubbish, the rubbish, and the rubbish. I don't, yes, I'm not going to say it's rubby, rubbish. the worst Christmas special ever. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look well, it up. When I mentioned that uh, two hours ago, someone said there was a worst one. Was it? There's a worst one? Oh, there, yeah, there's, no, some bad one. there's some pretty bad ones out there. Mm, that's not yeah, a good one, true. but I'm not, I'm, I still is... feel, guys, I still feel that I'm going to get some enjoyment out of it, simply because I love Matt Smith. <laughs> Um, yeah, as, as I said earlier, and as whoever it was I read, uh, there is always something good to find in any Doctor Who story. Yeah, the, the title music. It says good. here on this is uh, this is on um, <laughs> IMDb, right? This is what it says. It says director Farron Blackburn, writers Stephen Moffat, Sidney Newman. How the bloody hell did Sidney Newman? Write this I, episode. How long has he been I dead? Think, I think it's a bit of a wishful thinking there. It says creator uncredited. Well, that's not a writer, is it? Um, yeah, cool. Let's see who's in it. So if I, anybody that we didn't know, Alexander Armstrong's in it. Of course he is. Wow, I like Alexander. Yeah, I remember that. Bill Bailey's in that Who's before that? he won Strictly. So, so, Who's Alexander Armstrong? Yeah. He presents Blimmin' Pointless, and he, he was the computer in in Sarah Jane Adventures, you know, the the thing on the wall that oh, Mr... Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith, yeah. Who's Alexander Armstrong? So, so uh, Sacrilege. Next, next week? 
yeah, next week, uh, I'm fairly confident, uh, unless something happens that I'm not unaware of, that, that British summertime begins, which will all yeah, so, so lose we'll an hour's sleep it. on Saturday night. So that means it'll be 2 o'clock for me? All our clocks yeah, go forward by one hour. So uh, as of this time next week, it'll now be quarter to ten. Yeah, quarter to ten in the evening rather than quarter to nine. And I'd be going to bed. Yeah. But, uh, and, well, it's not that now, so we've got a week to set ourselves up for losing an hour's sleep on a night we'd rather not. Uh, but until... Yeah, I had a lot of trouble when, when we had the, the uh, time change here. You're, you don't say. I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't have it here in uh, Western Australia. Mm. So, until next time, thank you for listening, watching, taking part in the show, those people that did. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. Bye. Scarecrow. <laughs>